the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Folks, welcome to the Eric Metaxas Show, sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There's never been a better time to invest in precious metals. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. Welcome to the Eric Metaxas Show. Ladies and gentlemen, we ask you now to count down from 10, silently if you don't mind, and when you get to 1, you'll hear one of the greatest voices on this or any other planet. 3, 2, 1, Eric Metaxas! Hey there, folks. This is the Eric Metaxas Show. We are going to play a special Socrates in the studio event with Dennis Prager. Don't forget to go to SocratesInTheCityPlus.com and subscribe. Wow. Wow, that is really... That is... uh, Man. Man, did we record that? I need that. I need that for a boost when I wake up on the rainy days. Thank you very much. Uh, Let me just say, welcome to Socrates in the City, and happy holidays. Okay, listen, it is astonishing to me to think that we've been doing this for 24 years. Uh, And I have to say, looking out, it's just, it's sad to see what it's become. Um, You know, once upon a time, we could really attract big-name guests, uh, people who had something, you know, to say. Um, But here we are. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's, uh, what's done is done. There's no sense in in looking backward. Uh, We'll get through this together. Uh, But seriously, folks, as you know, I've been looking forward immensely uh, to talking to my friend Dennis Prager. Uh, I love Dennis Prager. I love him. And I... And I... I love him. I love him so much and so publicly that his wife, Sue, feels threatened by it. I want to be clear. Sue, she's not even here yet, is she? She's not even here yet. Is she here? Is Sue here? Where is she? No, she feels very threatened by what I have with, with Dennis. And, and, oh, there she is. And, Sue, let me just say this. Uh, you know, I know that your wife, wife number, what, seven, eight, whatever, he's the, Mickey, the Jewish Mickey Rooney, your wife number eight. Uh, and I know, I've known Dennis for a long time. The wives, they come, they go. I am the constant in your life, Dennis, okay? When Sue says, I'll see you later... Uh, I will be here for you. I just want to be very clear. Uh, as you know, uh, each December, we try to have somewhat of a Christmassy uh, Socrates event. Uh, and so this year, I thought, what potential guest might we invite who looks the most like, like Santa Claus? Um, it was just an idea. It was just an idea some of us had. It's got nothing to do with what he has to say. Who cares about that? It's about, could we find, did we have any potential guest who looks like Santa Claus apart uh, from the white beard, which actually, in fact, no joke, he's growing this minute. <laughs> yeah, you can't see it, but if he's not shaving, he's growing the white beard. Uh, and so I thought, you know, apart from missing that, 
you know, who, who else would look potentially like Santa Claus other than, than Dennis Prager, who bursts brighter, I might say, with Yuletide merriment than he? So, so, so we booked Dennis. Um, but, you know, then I, I did some research after we booked him, and I saw that actually Dennis technically does not celebrate Christmas. Uh, turns out he's not really big on, uh, on the incarnation. Uh, and I think he's been on record as saying Christmas is a humbug, sir. Uh, but by the time I discovered that, um, you know, the airline tickets were bought. And so here we are. What can I tell you? I, I apologize. I'm sorry. Um, other than that unfortunate detail, what can I tell you about my friend Dennis Prager? Now, if you're here, you probably already know about him. But for those of you who might not, let me say that Dennis Prager is, in fact, one of the most respected and influential thinkers, writers, and speakers in the United States of America. Yes. Uh, yeah. He has, uh, he has a nationally syndicated talk radio show, but who doesn't, right? Uh, no, but on, four, on, 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 on 400 affiliates, honestly, just millions of, of fans uh, on the radio, he is also widely known as the founder of Prager University. Yeah. I mean, what, what an accomplishment. It's the most uh, viewed conservative video site in the world with one billion views a year, uh, more, than half, more than half of them by people under the age of 35 which is significant. Uh, yep, yep. He's, uh, he's the New York Times bestselling author of nine books on subjects as varied as religion, happiness, morality, the left, Islamism, and America. He's a lifelong theologian. Uh, some of you are familiar with his rational uh, Bible series. He claims to have traveled to more than 130 countries and has lectured on all the world's continents, including Antarctica. Yes? Yes. No, no joke. Man, I, I don't know what to say. That's unbelievable. Um, he's an expert on communism, the Middle East, uh, and the left. He did his graduate work at the Russian and Middle East Institutes of the Columbia University School of International Affairs. He taught Russian and Jewish history at Brooklyn College. He is, as you may know, deeply passionate about preserving America, the West, and the Judeo-Christian value system. But most important of all, he is my dear friend. Please join me in welcoming Dennis Prager to Socrates in the city. You're really here. I am. And you really do look like Sanity Claus. I was uh, Santa Claus for the Simi Valerie Rotary Club in the 1970s. Just want you to know. In the 1970s? Yes, I moved to California in 76. was white back then. That's a good point. I hadn't thought of that. But they did give me a beard, and I loved it. And it's not, unco- it's, it's not common, but it's not unique for a Jew to be a Santa Claus. <laughs> uh, I, I am one of the biggest defenders of Christmas in the United States of America. And, and that, that... So it, it's very important uh, for you to know this, because you mentioned this, uh, Eric, and... The First of all, I remind people it's a national holiday and America is my nation. If, if my nation celebrates a holiday, I'm a member of that nation. That's all that I need to know. Number two, the vast majority of my co-citizens, although unfortunately 
that is diminishing have been Christian all of American history. They have given me the best and most pro-Jewish country in, in Jewish history. Why would I not want to celebrate their biggest holiday? So it, it, is, an, it is a non-issue. It's only, it's only because I'm vaguely aware of this that I can crack jokes along oh, the lines no, that I No, I know did. that. I love your jokes. I, he, he has embarrassed me in front of more Christians than any living person That's true. in my life. That's that is true. correct. That's true. He basically yes. uh, he, he portrays me essentially as a blasphemer. Right, uh, right, right. The one unforgivable sin, I yeah. might add. Yeah. To, so. But you can't blaspheme against the Holy Spirit because you don't even believe in the Holy Spirit. Well, so we, we went really through pathetic. the whole... Okay, this he let's did not, at the National Religious Broadcasting Let's not get Convention. into this. He's impossible. No. By the way, I just... Let me reciprocate. I love this guy. <laughs> I do. That's why I'm here tonight. Just want you to know that. I'm, so. shocked. I'm really shocked that, that Sue Prager showed up. She's so threatened by what we have, my brother. It's just, it's incredible. It's incredible. Yeah, it just, uh, no, but seriously, we, uh, we joke, we joke, we joke, but we can be very, very serious because we care uh, about really the same things. We care about America. We care about the world. Uh, and I wanted to talk to you uh, tonight mostly about what it means to be a Jew, what it means uh, to be Jewish, uh, about the future of Israel. Now, just to be clear, so you are, you are Jewish. You're, you're Jewish. Uh, very, I'm you're very, very Jewish. Yes. yes. And uh, and you are and, and you're you're a big man. You're 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 not quite a giant. But I, I I had my first question. It's just a simple yes or no question. Are you familiar with that famous Diane Arbus photo of the Jewish <laughs> giant? Are you familiar with that? I didn't know it was a Jewish giant. Yeah, she, no, specifically. Really? I didn't specifically. know that. I know that. I know but it's the not photo. you. It's not a photo no, of you. No, but it is. But it is common when I speak a lot of churches, and I will just walk over, because uh, I'll explain why in a second. Then I will just say, "Hi, Dennis Prager, tallest Jew in America," and and then just go to the next person, and, and then <laughs> l- let them l- let them react. But the only reason, <laughs> the only reason. See, you have to understand. W- w- part of the rarity of this evening is. We're both characters. So I, I, I explore life. I, when I leave this world, hopefully in a while, uh, the, I, I really want to have understood life to a certain extent as, as, as well as a human being can. It is one of my dreams since high school. For 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And when I say only, trust me, they're the only one. Glenn and the team have been great supporters of this show, which is why I am proud to partner with them. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you the ability to access all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the left. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending the message that you support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and our military, veterans, and first responder heroes. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Keep your number, keep your phone, or upgrade. Their team will help you find the best plan for your needs. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash metaxas, patriotmobile.com slash metaxas, or call 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation when you use the offer code metaxas. Join me. Make the switch today. That's patriotmobile.com slash metaxas. Legacy Precious Metals has a revolutionary new online platform that allows you to invest in real gold and silver online. 
In a few easy steps, you can open an account online, select your metals of choice, and choose to have them stored in a vault or shipped to your door. You have access to a dashboard where you can track your portfolio growth in real time anytime. You'll see transparent pricing on each coin and bar. This puts you in complete control of your money. The platform is free to sign up for. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com and open your account and see this new investing platform for yourself. Gold hedges against inflation and against a volatile stock market. A true diversified portfolio isn't just more stocks and bonds, but different asset classes. This new platform allows you to make investments in gold and silver, no matter how small or large, with a few clicks. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com to get started. You're going to love this free new tool they've added, Legacy pminvestments.com legacypminvestments.com check it out hi everyone if you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault listen up we have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. I've been exploring this notion of who's a character. Two theories you'll find fascinating. One, you are born it you cannot become one. If you are not one, you can become a man or a woman, that is clear. Yeah. You can be a trans yeah. man, but you can't be a trans character. <laughs> there, there, that that, uh, that does not... You draw the it, line there. It, no, no, it's just a yeah. fact. You can't... Yeah. You can want to be one, it just doesn't work. Yeah. The other is, this is a relatively new uh, realization of mine. I thought that there were far more male characters than female characters and I've changed my mind. I think it's even. I have met a lot of female characters in the recent past. And, oh, well, one other. Characters never marry one another. And that is why Sue is not threatened by you. Right. Because right. you're a character, and characters don't marry one another. If, if she's paying any attention to this chemistry, she's threatened. Let me tell you right now. Oh, she's threatened. I know. I can't look her in the eye. Um, well, all right, I'm glad that our By the wives... way, she is not number seven or six. No, that or was a joke, five. Dennis. You don't need to. They don't, don't know to... it was a joke. Oh, yes, they Nor do. Nor do the people. Yes, they Why do. would they think it was a joke? You know, you're right. Yes, you're right. So let me explain. Number three, which is a lot, but not seven. I just want to make it clear. I fully acknowledge that. But to give you an idea of... I've actually met uh, Mickey Rooney. And, uh, no, I have. And, and the funny thing is, but listen, it what's funny is when you say I met him and his eighth wife, right? But his eighth wife, they were married for like 35 That's years. That's right, exactly. Like he, That's he a figured, He figured it out. Yes. Uh, you know. So just want you to know, though, that my wife, who is definitely not a character, uh, has in her wedding band 003. <laughs> right. 
That's right. Uh, yes, you can. You can have a sense of humor about That's it. That's correct. Because Otherwise, she knows you you're not going to number four if you can't laugh about your own life. That's that's, that's that is that, exactly that's right. correct. Okay, well, so Dennis, um, genuinely, uh, I wanted to talk to you tonight about where we are uh, in the world. Uh, I confess that I could not have imagined uh, October seventh happening. Uh, I simply didn't think that uh, that kind of thing was possible. Uh, Even worse than that, I couldn't imagine uh, the genuine anti-Semitism that I've seen uh, exhibited uh, in this country uh, and in Europe. I I did not think that that would rear its ugly head. As you know, I wrote a book about Bonhoeffer, and so I'm familiar with it more than most uh, uh, in, in terms of that era. But to suddenly see this happening now uh, is stunning and staggering, and I thought we would talk about it. And I, I think whatever title I proposed for this evening, whatever we advertised, you had sent me something else, and I don't remember. Do you remember what that was, what you thought we should talk about tonight? Uh, medieval Romanian poetry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's, but you, you, your daughter said it wouldn't go. Yeah, no, I... I, I uh, <laughs> Yeah, or something about duckpin bowling. I can't remember. But the point is that you you wanted to talk about it in, in um, I guess I, I phrased it in a kind of a, you know, in a Socrates way, the future of, of, of Israel or, or something like that. And you wanted to talk about really just the the blatant anti-Semitism that, that we've well, seen. Well, I, I probably, if, I don't remember, but the odds are I wanted to make the point that you don't have to be Jewish to really worry about anti-Semitism. That, in fact, and I've said this all of my life, and I wrote a book on this 40 years ago, Why the Jews? We have many copies of it here. And, uh, by the way, this is not the 40-year-old edition. It's the third edition, which is more recent, but it's basically the book. And I said, if you're a non-Jew and you dismiss anti-Semitism as the Jews' problem, you're a fool you are committing suicide. If the, uh, if the West had uh, not dismissed Hitler and the Nazis as the Jews' problem, uh, about 60 million non-Jews would have lived. Right. Uh, so uh, even if you don't like Jews, and I mean this literally, even if you don't like Jews, and there are many Jews I don't like, so you're, you don't even have to feel guilty. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it, it doesn't matter to me if you like Jews. It matters, two things matter to me. One, that you understand you're next. You, it, that is the rule of anti-Semitism. It is a hatred of God. It is a hatred of Judeo-Christian values. It is a hatred of the Bible. It is a hatred of the West. Period, end of issue. Hamas hates all of that. Okay? And, and Hitler hated all of that. So it, there's no exception to this. So the other thing is, um, the, the uniqueness of anti-Semitism is not that people dislike Jews. Every group dislikes other groups. The English and the Irish don't like each other. The Poles and the Russians don't like each other. It's, it's, it's the, the, the Hutus and, the, well, Tutsis is not a good example because it actually became the one thing that is unique about uh, anti-Semitism. It's exterminationist. The, the anti-Semite wants to eradicate all Jews. That is the difference. The, the, 
the, the bigot against the black wanted to enslave you, enslave blacks, but not obliterate them from the face of the earth. It didn't occur to them. It would be impractical, aside from too many. They wanted them as slaves. Hitler didn't want Jews as slaves. He wanted them dead. And when Hamas killed Jewish babies, every Jew remembered, oh, that's what the Nazis did. They killed Jewish babies. A Jewish baby is as big a threat as a Jewish soldier because they want to eliminate us. And, and that's the uniqueness of anti-Semitism. We, we have to talk about, I mean, that, first of all, that's staggering, and I think, unfortunately, that's correct. But let's explore the why. Um, in other words, the idea, when, when you just said, um, I just think it's important to, to, to say that hatred of the Jews, to my mind, and I think to your mind, you just said it, is a hatred of the God of the Jews. In other words, it's not simple tribalism. Right. As you just said, there is tribalism. There are people hate other people and groups. But this there's something different here. Um, you said it's a hatred of God. I agree. It's a hatred of God. I would say because it's at its heart, a spiritual issue, it becomes in other words, if you hate God, uh, it becomes a love of hatred. It becomes a worship of hatred. In other words, it has what I can't help but think of as demonic roots. It doesn't make any kind of rational mm-hmm. sense. You can give all kinds of reasons why you hate a certain group, but, but the visceral quality of it, what you just said, that it's exterminationist, where, what is that? Why would Hitler have expended gigantic efforts it, it, during a war to murder women and children? What sense does it make? And, and that to me seems to be the heart of it, but is that how you see it? That's exactly how I see it, because that's exactly what it is. It's, it's not even how do I see it. It, it. That's the fact. There were a number of Christian uh, scholars of anti-Semitism, Catholic and Protestant, who made the point that ultimately is a very two that I'm thinking of are Edward Flannery, who was a member of the it was a bishop, American bishop who wrote a, a, a a history of, of, of the Jews and anti-Semitism, and Ernest von den Haag. I don't know if you recall him at all. He, no. He's a very serious, great thinker for National Review. D- he was Dutch? In Buckley. No, he's American. It's van den Haag? Van den Haag sounds Dutch. Van den Haag from the, from the Hague. Because yeah, I hate the right. Dutch. Um, okay, well, he, he, well, the Dutch just elected uh, uh, Wilders to... Uh, to it, isn't that to wonderful? Work. Yes, it, yeah. it, it is. So, anyway, uh, the... the they both made this point. I don't know if Van den Haag was uh, just a Gentile or also a Christian, so I, I don't know. But they both wrote f- very important works, and among many others said, a lot of Christians not happy with the cross in, in, ultimately blamed the Jews for their cross. It's a very oh, interesting, interesting thesis about Christian anti-Semitism. It sounds like self-hating Christians. Oh, there was no question about it. That's exactly correct. Because you hear about self-hating Jews that's proverbially, right. but that's, this is self-hating Christians. Yes, that's right. They hate the religion and they blame the Jews in a sense. That, for they, that. they stuck it on them. Um, well, it, it's interesting to me, too. Just yesterday, we had the, 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 the ugliness of a number of leaders of the Ivy League uh, Talking, some of some of you said on social media, unable somehow to make a clear statement against anti-Semitism. And, and let's be clear too. I think that what, what people have difficulty with 
uh, is that they make it sound like we're against, quote-unquote, Zionism or we're against, you know, Israel uh, crushing the Palestinians. But it always comes out sounding like we want to kill all the Jews. When you say from the river to the sea, um, it's not just a slogan. Uh, What it means effectively is kill the Jews. And it's fascinating to me that you don't really even have people taking pains to clarify that. They talk around it. Something good has come out of all of this. I don't know how permanent or how good, uh, but well, it is good. I don't know, I guess, how permanent it will help define how good it it is. But I believe, and I, I do have a sense that I have a sense of the American people, and I believe that the Ivy League have lost their cachet. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful at lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Just the other night, I was asked that question. Well, the owners of Relief Factor tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and I agree with them. And the doctors who formulated Relief Factor for them selected the four best ingredients, yes, 100% drug-free ingredients, and each one of them helps your body deal with inflammation. Each of the four ingredients deals with inflammation from a different metabolic pathway. That's the point. So approaching from four different angles may be why so many people find such wonderful relief. If you've got back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or just getting older, you should order the three-week quick start discounted to only $19.95 to see if it'll work for you. It has worked for about 70% of the half a million people who've tried it and have ordered more. I'm one of them. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800 for relief to find out about this offer. Feel the difference. Hey, this is Eric Metaxas. For years, I've told you about Nutramedics, a professional supplement brand trusted by doctors since 1993. Nutramedics offers a variety of health bundles. Whether you want to support your immune system, improve your sleep, promote joint comfort or detoxification support, Nutramedics has a health bundle right for you. The best part about Nutramedics, every year they donate a minimum of 50% of their profits to Christian charities and missions. That's right, 50% of their profits. Nutramedics has a goal of surpassing $100 million in giving by 2030. Many of you take supplements already. Switch to Nutramedics. It's the highest quality and they donate 50% of their profits. Get 15% off by using the code ERIC during checkout. Go to Nutramedics.com and search health bundles. Support your health while helping others in need. Go to Nutramedics. That's N-U-T-R-A-M-E-D-I-X.com. Nutramedics.com. Use the code ERIC for 15% off. Again, Nutramedics. N-U-T-R-A-M-E-D-I-X.com. Nutramedics.com. Use the code ERIC for 15% off. folks this is the eric metaxas show we are going to play a special socrates in the studio event with dennis prager don't forget to go to socrates in the city plus.com and subscribe i've been saying this for quite some time the ivy league is dead if you're crazy enough to want your kid right. to go there at this point uh, i have friends some in the audience whose kids have gone there recently it is madness it is a world of madness and if there's any free market left you would never want to hire those kids. Right. You, don't, you right do not now, want to hire somebody if, if who went I, to... It, it, this is true for any college graduate, but especially from an elite college, not just the Ivy League. Stanford would be thrown in there as an example. I assume if you graduated an Ivy League college that you're a moral idiot. 
I assume. Right. That's no, right. No, I, I, I don't know it, and I may be proven wrong, but I assume it. Because you were taught by moral idiots, and you believed what they said. And a, a half of this country thinks the same way. Right. So you're, you're sort of guilty until proven innocent. You went to Harvard, you're probably an asshole. That is what people now believe. Wow. That was Sorry. Really, that was poetry. That was poetic. That was poetic. We Jews curse more easily. Yeah. It's just, it's just. Yeah. Yeah, the freaking Jews. Um, so, so uh, speaking of a-holes, um, I want to... Uh, man, I can't believe how you've, you've just dragged us into the gutter so quickly. Um, no, Dennis, it's funny. It's actually funny to... to, to, to um, you were at Columbia, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. No, no, but... But I... Okay, you'll have to deter... You're, you're only here because you don't think I'm one of them. Okay. I don't, I don't know what that means, but you... You, um, you do. I mean, in other words, the rule that I just applied... No, but that's so many years ago. Yeah, so many years ago, although it was bad. I spoke at Columbia last night, thanks to you. You made my truth possible. Right. So that they got the benefit. They should kick in on the airfare. They should. Yeah. Yes, absolutely yeah. right. Yeah. No, 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 no question. fair is fair. No, absolutely. Yeah. I think they did. I think they, they did kick in for the... Do you know, by the way, talk about airfare. This is... You say anything and it triggers something. I have spent more on ground transportation in Manhattan oh. than flying here from L.A. first class. Just, it's, in, it's beyond belief. Okay. I hope and I didn't I charge hope you're you for that. <laughs> yeah. I hope you... I don't know. Um, let me... Um, but when you, the reason I ask you that you were at Columbia, I was at Yale. We were there years ago, right. many years ago. Right. But when I was at Yale, it was already essentially insane. It was right. leaning hard toward That's the current right. insanity. Cultural Marxism was already there. Jacques Derrida visited the campus. And mm. all of this stuff was in place. And we've watched the, the trickle-down effect over the years. It's gotten worse and worse. It's, it's affected almost every university in America. It's come into the culture. Um, but now these institutions are they're unable, as we literally saw yesterday, to, to make the most basic moral mm-hmm. statement. They, they have eaten themselves. They are, as you said, you can assume that they're moral idiots. Uh, and so, but, but where do you see it going? In other words, the idea that we have this anti-Semitism erupting all over college campuses in the United States of America, where, where, do, you, where do you see it going? I, I never uh, predict the future. It's just what a, it's what a do policy. you predict? Okay, no, I don't predict. What, I don't predict anything. M- my preoccupation is what do we have to do? I, I never both. I, I'm not being uh, cute. I don't make predictions not because oh I might be proven wrong or because it's not my style. I don't even think that way. I don't talk to my wife about. I talk. We talk about everything. I never tell. You know what? This is what's going to happen. You don't know what's going to happen. I am preoccupied with what do I have to do. By the way, the prophets of the, of the Old Testament did not make... The word prophet is, is an incorrect translation from the Hebrew, navi. Navi means spokesman, or one who brings forth, literally. Lahavi is to bring forth. 
They, they, are, they are not predictors. They're, all of their predictions are, if you do X, then Y will happen. That I can predict. If we don't fight anti-Semitism, America is doomed. That's a fact. That's a, by the way, you could be an atheist and understand that. Not just because Genesis is correct, I will curse those who curse you and bless those who bless you. That happens to be a fact. When Spain kicked out the Jews in 1492, it was one of the greatest powers on earth. After 1492, people said, where is Spain? It went from gigantic to nothing overnight with its expulsion of the Jews in 1492, the same year Columbus. And some people believe he was a Murano, a secret Jew. But it doesn't matter to me uh, for other reasons. I don't care about what you are. I care if you're decent. It's the only uh, distinction I make about in human beings. But so I don't have a prediction, except I just know what has to be done. By the way, one word, because you raised it, it's critical. Anti-Zionism is anti-Semitism. Okay, and, and, and this is really important. You cannot say every, every country on earth has a right to exist except the one Jewish one, but I'm not anti-Semitic. You're, you're lying to yourself, okay? And people lie to themselves all the time. They're called leftists. There are 220 or so, 212 countries in the world, only one Jewish one the size of New Jersey. That's the only one that I want exterminated. But don't you dare say I'm anti-Jewish. Give me a break. Old man, look at my life. Hey, folks. Today we are airing my Socrates in the City conversation with Dennis Prager. Please go to SocratesInTheCity.com and subscribe. I'm convinced that the American church has arrived at a significant moment of truth. The parallels with where the American church is now to where the German church stood in the early 1930s are unavoidable and grim. Churches need to understand really what Marxism is, which is to destroy the church, to destroy the word of God. So if you capture the seminaries, you capture the pastors, you capture the laity, you capture the soul of the world. This is the hour of the American church. Mike Lindell and MyPillow employees want to thank my listeners for all your continued support. To thank you, they're having an overstock clearance sale right now for the best prices ever when you use promo code ERIC. And you get free shipping for the entire order. Get 50% off the MyPillow 2.0 and the brand new flannel sheets that just arrived and won't last long. Get six-pack towel sets for only $29.98 and take advantage of the free shipping on larger items like mattresses and mattress toppers. 100% made in the USA on sale for as low as $99.99. Everything is on sale from the brand new kitchen towels that have the same technology as the bath towels that actually absorb dog beds, blankets, couch pillows, and so much more to get the best specials ever. Go to MyPillow.com. Use promo code ERIC. Again, MyPillow.com. Use promo code ERIC. Remember, you get free shipping on your entire order. You can call 800-978-3057. 800-978-3057. Use promo code ERIC. people who are not, you know, conservative as we are, who they earnestly believe that uh, there's a case to be made that the Palestinians are being horribly oppressed. They call it apartheid. 
What, what is your sense of that? Is there anything there that we can concede? Well, first of all, just personally, I, I've been for two states much of my life, but it is now absurd. You're going to have two Hamas states. That means two Iranian armed states that want and acknowledge they wish to annihilate Israel. And when they had a chance on one day, killed more Jews than were killed on any day since the Holocaust. So I am supposed to be for a state now for the Palestinians. Is that a reward for that day? So just, just for the record, I, it was theoretically possible there are five times the Palestinians were offered a state. Right. And they rejected all five times because right. they've always wanted to obliterate it. If the Jewish state were the size of East 57th to East 59th Street, they would want to obliterate it. By the way, I got to give them credit. Bill Maher made a great point recently, and I have flown with it. He, in, in a throwaway line, he said, oh, they always say that Israel's a, an outpost of Western civilization in the Middle East. He said, don't we want outposts of Western civilization? <laughs> and that is brilliant. That is exactly why they hate it. Israel is an outpost of Western civilization. And frankly, between Western civilization today and Arab civilization today, morally, I'll take Western civilization. Okay, it doesn't mean there, there are, everyone in the West is a good person or every Arab is not a good person. It's not about every individual. It is about what the civilization has produced. There were 23 Arab states. The world is not flocking to live in them. Arabs are flocking to live in Western states because we made a better civilization than anyone else in the history of the world. That's the West. I, uh, I, I would not encourage this guy, please. Um, do you remember... I'm I mean, applauding him. That was very good. Do you remember, like, literally 40 years ago, Jesse Jackson uh, chant, leading chants hey, of, hey, hey, hey ho, 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 Western Civ has got to go. That's right. And first of all, you want to say, excuse me, how unbelievably stupid is that? Like, it's so stupid that it's funny. But then you think, okay, what do you mean by that? In other words, why are they leading chants of, hey, hey, ho, ho, Western Civ has got to go? Because it seems to me that spiritually, ideologically, the people chanting that 40 years ago, 30 years ago, those are the same mobs that are uh, Antifa, uh, Marxist, uh, cultural Marxist behind BLM, uh, and now the pro-Palestinians. There's a hatred, effectively, of, of all that seems to be good and profitable. And, 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 but it's fascinating to me that already back then, Somebody like Jesse Jackson, he put that together, that Western Civ is the enemy. I don't know what he was proposing, uh, but, but what is your sense of that? Because it goes f very far back, which is why I believe it is spiritually, uh, at its heart, a spiritual issue. There are many reasons for the hatred of Western civilization on the part of the left. Many, many reasons. So that, that, that would be an entire evening, if not a, a year course, but fundamentally, Western civilization is rooted in things the left hates. Number one, the sanctity of the individual. The individual is nothing on the left. The state is everything. 
and better than the state is in the international state. So the idea, the, the founders who were, if they were not divinely touched, and they may not have been, but I think they were, the founders of this country, that this conglomeration of giants at one time in one place seems to have been divinely inspired. And they understood the individual is nothing if the state is everything. This, uh, see, here's just one example. Every genocide of the 20th century, with one relatively small exception, it was, it was gigantic in its area, but compared to the others, it was small. Uh, that is the, the, the Hutus wiping out many Tutsis in, in Rwanda. Every single genocide was caused by big government. Not only big government, big secular government. But the, there was no college kid, there was not one kid at Harvard who knows what I just told you. Right. They don't know all the genocide. They don't even know about the genocides of the 20th century because they weren't done by Hitler. They only know about Hitler because they, don't, they have hidden from them how evil the left is. What a rotten, despicable, human-crushing record all leftism is. There is no exception. Liberals are fine. They're just weak and naive. But they are not evil. The left is always evil. Many church leaders don't seem to realize or understand that cultural Marxism has infiltrated the American church. I believe Marxism is satanic, it's demonic, it's everything that John 10.10 10 tells us about, where it's the enemy has come to steal and destroy, and Jesus has come to give life and life more abundantly. This is the hour of the American church. Mike Lindell and MyPillow employees want to thank my listeners for all your continued support. To thank you, they're having an overstock clearance sale right now for the best prices ever when you use promo code ERIC and you get free shipping for the entire order. Get 50% off the MyPillow 2.0 and the brand new flannel sheets that just arrived and won't last long. Get six-pack towel sets for only $29.98 and take advantage of the free shipping on larger items like mattresses and mattress toppers. 100% made in the USA on sale for as low as $99.99. Everything is on sale from the brand new kitchen towels that have the same technology as the bath towels that actually absorb. Dog beds, blankets, couch pillows, and so much more to get the best specials ever. Go to MyPillow.com. Use promo code ERIC. Again, MyPillow.com. Use promo code ERIC. Remember, you get free shipping on your entire order. You can call 800-978-3057. 800-978-3057. Use promo code ERIC. Left is always evil. It crushes dissent. It creates gulags everywhere it can. And so they, they want power and they believe in power for uh, large governments, for the United Nations, for the World Health Organization, for the World Economic Forum. They really believe in that. That's why they were so angry at Britain for Brexit. Why were they? Why was right. the left so angry? Right. Right. You have the audacity not to give Brussels power. What's wrong with you? What do you believe in individual sanctity? You're sick, you 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 right wingers. 
So every, everything, they hate the idea that there is excellence. They hate excellence. The left hates it. The Department of English at the damn University of Pennsylvania, another rotten to the core elite college, uh, uh, Ivy League. They took down, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> the English department took down Shakespeare's mural. Because, and they said, why? Because he was a dead white European male. So they put up a living, non-white, non-European, female, lesbian poet from the Caribbean, whom nobody heard of, for good reason. Because he's not Shakespeare. Shakespeare is the greatest writer of English, but they don't believe in that. So let me tell you an area I really know, second only to my, my knowledge of, of biblical stuff, is music. I conduct orchestras as a pastime. I'm very involved in music. So here, so I read about it a lot. New York Times, Anthony Tomasini, a gigantic moron, who, who uh, a moron, a true living moron, the head, the chief music critic of the New York Times for years, wrote a piece, Beethoven's third is no better than Indonesian gamelan music. He wrote that. <laughs> so I decided to check into, I did not know, I admit it, I did not know anything about Indonesian gamelan music. So I And there's a good it. reason. Yeah, well, Cause okay. Because it, so it ain't Beethoven. So let me say this, in case you think I'm anti-Indonesian. <laughs> let me just say this. I love, I really do, I'm not joking. I love Jewish music. Beethoven's third is better than all the Jewish music ever written, Okay. Just, we, there's nothing we sing at synagogue that compares to Beethoven's third. I just want to make that clear. So it's not anti-Indonesian, but gamelan music is only liked by Indonesians. And Anthony Tomasini, that is it. But Beethoven is played all over the earth. There is, there is more Beethoven recording in Japan than almost anywhere else. The greatest... Uh, instrumentalists today are from Korea and China and Japan. The Bach Society, the greatest recording of the, of the Bach cantatas, the hundreds of cantatas of Bach, were done by Suzuki with a Japanese chorus singing German. It is the greatest music ever written, period, end of issue. I don't care whether you like it or not. I, you have a perfect right to like, to like anything you like in music. But Beethoven and, and Mozart and Schubert and Schumann and Bach wrote the greatest music ever written. Period. End of issue. And the greatest art tends to have come from the West. And the greatest literature, not only there is great literature from all cultures, but Shakespeare is the greatest. Shakespeare is in every language of the world. There is no non-Western person who's translated into every language of the world. And they took his picture down. The left hates Excellence. The Oregon, I'll end with this, the Oregon Education Department announced that the idea that there is one correct answer in math is white supremacist. Wait, who said that? The Oregon Education Department. By the way, the Oregon... you just should know, if I am wrong, don't trust anything I say. But if I'm right, don't trust anything the left says. Just 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.